Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. Yes. Fear is the mind killer, Kissel. I I remember that. That's important to remember. Dune has really been helping me through a sort of a, not a trying time. I've been having, you know, whatever, mental storms. And it's Uh really important to remember to let fear pass through you. Because when fear passes through you, turn around, fear is gone. There's no one left but you. How is Dune, that's just called getting a divorce and living on a beach and becoming homeless. How is Dune (laughs) helping you uh, overcome fear? Isn't the entire thing a post-apocalyptic dystopian hell world that technically is everyone's living, breathing fear? You could not be more ignorant as a person. <laughs> it is about the making of a god, both outside and inside. In the um, people are all sort of like there's a cynical edge and the idea of like when does fake metaphysics become real? Like the idea of implanted rumor and and and, and all those kinds of become a real religion and and but there's also real magic and energy underneath it. Yeah, but the only the idea is that even a god has problems. That's what it says. The only way that you are having this manifested itself, manifest itself in your reality is trying to convince people I drink Bud Light Lime. That is the only thing that you've already won there. Yes, I know you have won this. And I was completely correct. I wasn't lying about it. You did spend a a period of time trying a bunch of different beers and you did it during roundtable. And then one day someone will find the audio clip because I know it is out there. Oh, that's you, saying you think that's for good fact. for our careers to have our audience go mine round table of gentlemen. <laughs> you think that's a good idea? You'll I don't never... know. I'm just saying, what, what helps you through trying times, Kissel? Thinking about Puffin. Um, you know what? I just get through them. I don't know what I do. Wow. I, 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 I just, it's hard. Work out. It is hard. Yeah. Um, do you work like, out? Yeah, I know. I, I know you love hitting the weights. <laughs> <laughs> Pounds of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, buddy. No, probably. Honestly, I, I mostly do just eat. A beer's uh, got twelve ounces. It does, or twenty-four ounces, or sixteen ounces, depending on the size of the can. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben, hanging out with Henry Zabrowski, stress-free, yeah. stress-free, stress-free. I, Henry Zabrowski. But you know what? I'm not free of knowledge about breast milk oh my god thanks everyone who uh, sent us an email again side stories lpotl at gmail.com my god i learned so much about breast milk bosoms in general and i read the word swollen swollen about 30 times and it was not because i was reading a muscle magazine the term when my breasts get rock hard 
it's now like I just I'm so my body's so confused. And as I'm reading it and then I explain it to Natalie and I'm just like all my whole body's like twisting around because I don't have one of those like pregnant fetishes. Like I, I'm not no. into that. I think it's I mean, like, go for it. You go, girl. You know what I mean? If you want to cover your, if you want to cover, well, I don't these, know the, if the fetus society of you with a bunch of strange men's cum. I don't know if that works like that. I don't know. It, do it. It does not work that way. It does not. There's a. It's a womb. There's a womb. It still builds up all around it. I. D- right? You know what? I can't speak to this. I don't. I know. don't know. I, I just don't know it's know. not hitting it. It's it's but, gotta yes. protect. It's protected in a cocoon. But it's getting splattered like a fucking Pollock painting. Anyway. But it doesn't matter. Again, anyways. But as I'm I'm explaining this, Nellie's like, why does my downstairs get all turned around about this? And she's like, because you're a hopeless man that is whose penis is evil and is making you saying confused things. She's like, the breast milk and all that stuff is is natural and normal and and it's not sexual. It's it's good. It's it's just how you feed the baby. Well, and I'm like, but big rock hard breasts. That's what my penis gets. Yes, of course. Well, I'm just not happy like that- I get about it. I'm just saying, in the terms of when I am aroused, the penis gets rock hard. But then you're just saying the breasts get rock hard because they go jam full of milk. And then I went, I felt the gallon of milk in my refrigerator, and I was like, like this. And she was like, we have to have separate time for yeah, like you 40 have minutes. Have- well, yeah, because now you're putting nipples on the gallon of milk that's in your refrigerator. You're two percent. This is not I'm healthy. Just all confused. I'm all confused. I don't know. It is confusing stuff. I'm just happy that Natalie is treating you the same way that Ed Gein's mother treated him, where she's like, your penis is bad. And that's not going to lead you down a road, a dark, dark path of mayhem no, my, and madness. My penis being bad is great for me as a husband. Very good. So now, I want to tell this story. Thank you guys stories. for yes. the information. I've learned so much and about my- how... Because that woman who spread, this is all about the story last week where we covered in a relaxed fit about a woman squirted uh, her breast milk all over a crowd and everyone was like, oh, you know, it, was, it, was, it sounds like it was fun. But they apparently, I got one good suggestion is they think that that woman might have just been at the festival and had been drinking all day and then knows you can't give the booze filled milk to the baby and then your breasts get all full, right? They hit the F oh. button on the thing and then they, so the milk kind of has to come out. Well, this is a this is from just we can read one of these emails anyway. This one's just called Full Boobies, and it's from uh, CF. We'll call her, and she said having full having breasts engorged with breast milk is incredibly painful. So I bet. maybe the chick at the party was just like, I gotta unload the weight. Oh yeah, buddy. Like my dad used to unload the truck after he was done driving to Minneapolis from Wisconsin. Just like it. They just be- like it. Just like it. They, she says they become hard and heavy and begin to leak. Oh, Henry, I can see you're downstairs waking up now. I'm not even trying to be awake. I don't want it to be awake because of this. I just want to be like, oh. Sleepy. She says it's not like having to pee. It's more like having blue balls. I don't know how she knows what having blue balls feels like, but I'm assuming someone explained to her in great detail what she did to them. And the pain worsens as it initially is expelled. Did you hear this term uh, from these emails? Let down? No. Let down, that is uh, when it doesn't feel like much of anything, just not pain anymore. That's it. So if you have is that like- good? I guess that's good. I don't exactly know what's perfect or anything like that when it comes to this. But the, but the term let down, I read many, many times. And then there was another woman that wrote in and she said she had so much breast milk, she didn't even know what to do with it. Like yeah. Brewster's Millions. Remember that? When Richard Pryor had all that money, he's like, what do I even do with it? 
Yeah. So that's kind of fun, too. Well, I, you know what? This has been a great breast milk corner. And to listen, <laughs> listening to two almost 40-year-old men, well, nowhere near having children, don't want children, don't have children, not, or don't plan on having children, um, having us talk about it, um, I, I'm certain is really, uh, I guess, is enjoyable for some of the pregnant women that listen to us. And I'm, again, I'm, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everyone. Hey, you, I'm just, I'm so sorry. You know what? Never apologize for learning, Henry, because but that's what you. we're doing. We are learning. We are. And also, another correction from fucking last week's side stories, where Ben Kissel happened to say the words, Marcus Parks and Carolina are having a baby, which is a mistake. They just want to have a baby. So stop yes. messaging Carolina saying congratulations on having a baby. For the love of God, stop doing that. It's a mistake. <laughs> we made a mistake. I'm that sorry. At the, adults, I'm- <laughs> at the Adult Swim Festival, uh, Marcus looked at me he's like, so Ben, uh, do you remember what you talked about on Side Stories last week? I was like, oh man, you know, we do we record so much content. And it's like, <laughs> mess. I, usually I get it out and then I kind of like, eh, whatever. He's like, so anyway, Carolina's been getting a lot of messages. Do you have any idea what those messages might be about? Like, ah, uh, about how good, movie. like, her, you know, her with the Mads are, yeah, or movie like, stars, how, uh, like how how beautiful she is. How no, she's got a funny new setup on uh, YouTube. No, Kissel, you dumb drunk asshole. It's a uh, it's congratulations for being pregnant. Oh, and, and, I was so like, just, and then I literally was like, I didn't tell anyone she was pregnant. He's like, I listened to the episode and you said the sentence. Marcus and Carolina are having a baby. And I was no, like, no, no. They're just I, most likely to. They're most likely to. They, I, I don't know. That's it. But it's not happening yet. It's not happening. No. And it hasn't been terminated. It's no, just not happening yet. No, don't even. No, I'm there's nothing. Saying, they're trying. They're, they're gonna. They might they're be. What? No, don't even say that. Because they, do, they don't even know. We don't even know what that means or what's even happened. Yeah, they're fucking. But I don't know what <laughs> trying to have a baby even means. But of course they're fucking. They're newly married. They're having a good time. If but you no, wanted, no like, babies what? around anywhere. I don't know. All I know is if you wanted to have an audible interpretation of what it sounds like to dig your hole even deeper, it was just the conversation Henry and I just had. I'm just sorry. I don't know what we've done. I'm sorry to everyone. Okay. Um, That's a blanket apology that we have to do every morning. I'm sorry to everyone. I'm sorry to everyone. <laughs> every morning. And now here comes a story. Another guy who needs to say I'm sorry. This comes from NOLA.com. A uh, New Orleans man posed as handicapped to obtain home health care for sexual purposes, police hmm. say. Now, this is by Ramon Antonio Vargas and Matt Sledge. Oh. A New Orleans man who told investigators he enjoyed being treated as an infant pretended to have mental and physical disabilities in order to obtain a babysitter who unwittingly changed his diaper on several occasions oh. over the course of more than a year. Speaking of breastfeeding. This is a little bit ridiculous here, this guy. I mean, this is yeah. this is not good. Yeah, Kissel. You, you know can't what? just do that. This reminds yeah, me of the deeper, deeper, deeper. This deeper. guy. What what is going on? Did what is happening with these people who need, who need the butt wiped? These people are really obs- people just are complicated, Ben. But you're. I'm going to New- call you Benjamin. Thank Benjamin. You. People are complicated. I know, but Henry, he's in New Orleans. You're telling me you can't throw a rock and find someone with a baby fetish in New Orleans. No. They're all hammered off of grenades. He somehow Louis C.K.'d a baby fetish at somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He presented them and surprised them with a baby fetish. Ah. His name is Rutledge Deus IV. He told investigators that he had suffered severe childhood trauma and being cared for like a baby brought him back to a time and place where he was at peace. So, good what they say I here mean, is that they come. I no, I think it's bad, um, because uh, according to court records, Deus, whose nickname is Rory, 
Use the Urban Sitter app to hire a local college student to care for a non-existent 18-year-old brother named Corey. Deus told the 20-year-old woman that Corey needed someone to handle him with tough toddler gloves. <sighs> Additionally, okay, Deus- hold on a second. I've gone to those. I, I had to go get one of those at Babies R Us or whatever when my friend was pregnant way back in the day, a little gift card. I never saw the tough toddler glove section. Um, because point- it's it's for it's not actually for a child. It's for a man dressed as a toddler. Ah. Additionally, Deus, posing as Corey, sent text messages telling the woman he would require potty training, the changing of his diapy, and a child's booster car seat. The woman babysat the man she thought was Corey at least ten times, during which she changed his soiled diapers. Ugh. He would become visibly aroused and suck on a baby's pacifier during the changes. Oh, my goodness. The woman never met his purported older brother, who paid her through an Apple online payment app. I like how they put that on there. Apple helped. I mean, honestly, thank you, Apple Wallet. That's exactly what people are using your product for. But the baby became the babysitter became suspicious after Deus tried to use the Venmo app out of nowhere. Because she looked up the profile of the app, and she pot- and she the sitter spotted a transaction between Deus and a second man. She searched the second man's list of Facebook friends and spotted a profile there under the name of Rory Diaz. And she said that that profile depicted the man she believed to be Corey. Can you imagine? Oh my God, this is so Can disgusting. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the shit? Because he's in full character. I don't even know how this happened, but he's in there going like, "Mini me, be changed." Yeah, but Henry, he need a change. He's not in full character. He's like the baby from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He's smoking a cigar. No. He's on his cell phone using Venmo. What toddler uses Venmo? No, they said that they found him. He had a go-between. They said that he was mentally handicapped, and he couldn't control his own body. And so she'd go in there. It's like how he's in there, but I don't know how this kind of worked out. There seemed a lot of yada, yada, yadas in there. But she walked in because she was a part of a healthcare association. She goes in. She's a full-grown man going like, Me making the pudding tonight. Ugh. Me made so much pudding today. Me thinks it's my beef stroganoff. Well, and I don't she's think just he's, like, he's oh, that Forrest Gump. Corey. I don't know. I don't know what he sounded like. I'm just making up a character, okay? And so she goes there to full to clean up his full adult dump. Ugh. And when she pulls it off of him, his penis is rock hard, and he's giving her like a wink. Like he's giving her like, thank you. Oh, it is a tip body, I admit. You know what I mean? So this is, I mean, because I don't care. I watched real sex. There's a lot of baby fetishes out there. A lot of big diapers happening. I understand. Do whatever people. you want. Do whatever, Do whatever you want. the fuck it but, is that you it, want. It's got to be more for this person. It's got to be more the bait and switch. I mean, because now this has gone from sexual fetish to extreme crime in of a sexual nature. This, because the sexual this, assault. Yeah, this woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it seems like So it's what's like, he being charged with now? He got charged with uh, sexual assault, um, and they also found crystal meth in a clear glass pipe in his home, <laughs> which seems to be a little bit of the motivation. Maybe because from, it gave him the confidence boost. Maybe he's from South Dakota. Did you see the new South Dakota ad campaign? Yes. We're yes. on meth. And it's like, that's the problem. But we're at no point where they're like, we're trying to solve the problem. No, we're just letting you know. We know. We know, yeah. Uh, Brooks Whelan had a very funny uh, tweet that he said. He's like, I bought this shirt in fucking a Des Moines Spencer's in 2003, which is fucking hilarious. Brooks um, Whelan, but, a very funny comedian. But these guys, oh my God, sexual battery and human trafficking is what he's been ordered with. 
Oh, been, oh, it's what my. he's been. Uh, it's what he's being accused of, or I don't know how you put that term. Also, is it charges? Like, you're this poor girl, 20 years old, obviously a good person. No 20 mm-hmm. year old I ever hung out with were like, I'm gonna skip the party. I've got to go take care of people who defecate in their diapers, and they're no, 40. He's, she's a good person. She's a good, she's person. good person. Shouldn't the facility that sent her there, the company that was like, you know, hey, we found one for you. Do you want to go help this person? They have a mental handicap. They need to be taken care of. Shouldn't they vet him a little bit? Shouldn't I don't they know. Like, go over to the house and just be like, let me see your Venmo. Like, wh- who's your favorite sports team? And if he doesn't, if he says like, you know, the Milwaukee Brewers, you'd be like, okay, well, that's a baseball team. Yeah, well, but, yeah, he's know. watching. He, he's obviously following like the over unders. Like he's got some kind of sports betting book. Yeah, this but guy. If, yeah, if he goes like, I like the ice cream man, then you know, oh, we got to be cleaning this guy's diaper. Right. I just feel like you know I, what I mean, she got totally set up here. And she went yeah, there. Yeah, she got set up. Yes. Ten, ten times. It's That's really like a difficult. lot of times. Because also, I think mental handicappery has many uh, gradients, right? And there are people that are like, maybe it's something about not being able to, maybe they're super smart and they can play any piano song if you play. Like if you play them a piano song and they can play it right back and you're like, oh, this guy's a genius. Well, but Savant, it turns out sure. he can't clean his own dump. You know what I mean? But it does that. What does that make him? Where it just it makes him essentially Mel Gibson for a man without a face, but he can't wipe his own dump, right? Well, that doesn't. So, I mean, that's not mutual. Nor could um, Stephen Hawking's. I mean, you know, he he needed. He help. can't wipe his own dump. But is that, he fucking? Is he uh, a mentee? Uh, can you say wrong? that word? No, you cannot say that word. Mental. Uh, it's, mentally, it's, I don't know what handicapped. What's, no, what's the proper term? Mentally handicapped. Is that it? Still, I'm sorry to everybody. So this guy. I guess when he goes to prison, because he probably needs to be in prison. Well, uh, he at least I, needs, uh, he needs like a, uh, how do you say this? He needs a redo. He needs the whole thing. But just because you can't wipe your own butt, that, that has nothing to do with your brain. Your brain could be no. very high functioning. That's physical. It's yeah, what if you different. don't have any arms? I guess, I mean, I guess you can use like a, a stump or something. I think that they do something like that. Like, don't. Don't they have a mechanism for people with no arms where there's kind of like a stand with toilet paper at the end of it that they could just rub their butt on? I think that's what they used to do in the Roman Colosseums. Or do they have, I guess they have hooks. I don't, I think they, I'm sorry to everyone. Whatever it is, whatever it is, this man, he doesn't need a nurse. He needs a corrections officer (laughs) to go in there. And take care of business. Maybe you'll find a celly that has a baby fetish. If you got a baby fetish, well, there just has to be websites that you can go to, get connected with someone who wants to be mommy or daddy, I suppose, and you'll find love. Unfortunately, I assume that a part of the fetish is the surprise. It's the, me, not a baby. Like, it's that edge of it, where which is why he's doing this, where he could have done it. Or if you just went to some kind of Stella Adler, Stella Adler acting work where he really could have got understood the baby part of him or found a desperate person to be with that would be with you and with your baby fetish. Mm. But technically your celly would need to have a nanny fetish. Uh huh. Well, there has to be something going on there that is consensual. All right. Well, that guy's going to go to jail. What, uh, how much time is he looking at? They didn't say. They don't say, but it's, uh, it should be a pretty good amount of time because. Yeah, I think it's like, ruined up to, that oh, I think girl. He, it's like six months. That's a long time. That's it? <laughs> I don't know. For being a fake baby? If I, I touch one person's duke that I do not 
have to have to. If I found oh, no. out Puffin, if I found out Puffin was able to, to take a bag <laughs> and pick up his own poop, and I, I saw him do it one day, I'd be like, I cannot believe the level of mistrust, the abuse. I would. I mean, the only reason I pick up his poop and say I cheer him for his poops is because I know he can't physically do it. But if I found out he's walking on two legs, you come home early from one thing and you find Puffin like up on two legs at the stove, yes, making hamburger helper. Be like what, Puffin? You could have been cooking for me this whole time. Oh my God! He and, Na- and Natalia show up. The the. The 35-year-old dwarf. I tell you what, though. If I ended up touching somebody's duke, if I was a nurse and I showed up and I was wiping you and you got hard and it didn't turn out that you were in a menti, I tell you what. I don't think you can say that. Mental handicap. I'm sorry to everyone. There we go. But what I would do is I wouldn't be guilty of fucking murder because I would flip out. Yeah, that's why you're not a nurse. Yeah, I'm not a nurse. No Nurses kidding. work are the hardest working human beings yes. that live. I agree, and we've said Natalie's it before. mom's a nurse. I oh, we, shout out, shout out to the, the people in Natalie's mom's hospital that all work and listen to the show. What's going on, guys? Keep doing the the hard work out there, keeping people alive. Yeah, well, they're gonna love your recent assessment uh, on uh, on certain I'm people's sorry conditions. To everyone. There you go. Now you're getting it. Uh, no nurses are they are doing the work that is so needed, and they're taking care of the parents. That children throw away, and they're, mean, not, they're not allowed to throw them away because parents are dead weight. to keep them. Alive. No, parents are very good. I mean, they can know. be. Yeah, that depends. That's a toss-up. from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year, thinking about her family and friends, and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do, and the memories keep cycling, and I get emotional, and we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy, and that is not sad. That is celebratory, so you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with Horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be 
pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. Live from your grave. Well, let's move on here a little bit. Let's talk about <laughs> hackers. You know, I, you know, Henry. I always fantasized about being a hacker, but then I oh, realized yeah. I, I, you got to be so smart. You can't get your fingers. Your fingers are too big to hit the keys specifically enough, fast enough to hack into the mainframe. Oh my god! I know. I, I was I was trying to tweet about the documentary "Hail Yourself America," and I put it on Twitter, and I didn't hit www. I hit wwe. Dot hailyourselfamerica.com and then everyone made fun of me and it was an yep. autocorrect by Twitter because they thought I was talking about wrestling instead of plugging my work that I that I try so hard on. Have you looked at getting like keyboards with bigger letters on them like they do for people who have only nubs? Not yet. I'm gonna wait until the diabetes takes my fingers. Yeah, buddy, get that government keyboard, man. But no, hackers in my mind. When I hear the term hackers, I just think of Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Always. And then Dennis Miller from the net. Sure. And then the blind guy, you're thinking of sneakers. Uh, that What? That, sneakers. Oh, was that, that? That's Robert Redford. Huh. Phineas Fisher, he offers a $100,000 bounty to hack banks and oil companies. This is an article. It's coming in from Vice. This is their motherboard thing. Very, very exciting. He's a vigilante hacker known for his hits on surveillance companies. He's launching a new kind of bug bounty to reward hacktivists who do public interest hacks and leaks. This guy's name, Phineas Fisher. I think that's just what he's known as because no parents would actually name their child Phineas Fisher because you don't know. People are bored. That's true. So he published a manifesto on Friday, and how exciting it is to live in a world where you can publish a manifesto in your underwear, while wearing black socks, mustard stains all over your shirt. You can be like the super villain you want to be online while looking like the super nerd you are in real life. I love the world. That's the only way manifestos are written. 
Manifestos are never written. I, I mean, honestly, but I'm the opposite. I kind of have this more Satanist principle. If I'm going to do something truly evil, when I finally decide to let the whole world know about my pain, what I will do is don my Phantom of the Opera mask, uh-huh. have a cloak, and then use that to write it out with a quill. I think presentation is incredibly important. Yeah, but if you write it with a quill, you're just going to be writing on your television or your computer screen. No, no I'll go to Michael's. It. I'll go to Michael's. Yeah, but how are you going to get one quill? You're going to write a a million. You got to write. You got to get this. No, I photocopy it. Xerox. Full costume. Full costume. I go to Kinko's and I just run the manifesto the old school way. And people being like, are you making copies of your manifesto? Yes. Citizen. Hurry up because I got to take a photocopy of my butt. What? That's illegal at Kinko's now. That's sexual assault. Okay, here it is. So the post in the manifesto by Phineas Fisher, he says, I'm going to give $100,000 in what he called the hacktivist bug hunting program. The idea is to pay other hackers who carry out politically motivated hacks against companies that would lead to disclosure of documents in the public interest. And the hacker said he will pay everyone in cryptocurrency such as Bitcoin or Monero, which sounds extremely fun, is an example of targets the hacker mentioned mining and livestock companies in South America Israeli spyware vendor NSO Group and oil company Halliburton. This is one of those things where I know it's wrong. I know you're not supposed to be like stealing all this private information. But can you imagine if we got the actual brains, the actual content inside of the brains of the people in Halliburton? The the, um, the beauty of the internet for me is what I always thought was going to happen, especially when the, the first uprising of, of Anonymous, was that there would be kind of more of this, this kind of what we were promised in the movies of the 1990s, these massive movements of hackers doing all this kind of shit. Well, obviously, it's difficult because innocent people will, in the line of this, it's like, unfortunately, like Halliburton, they're still temps and, uh, and like admins that are not necessarily the evil people that are involved with Halliburton. They just got the they just have a job. And in America, unfortunately, if you don't have a steady source of income because of the because of the way our country works, capitalistic capitalistic system, you're fucking gonna be fucked if you don't have money coming in. So you take whatever jobs available, and we've been taught from a very early age you need to be super thankful for whatever work you can get, no matter how crooked and fucked up it is. But that being said, I don't think they necessarily need their lives ruined. But at the same time, fucking, you know, the Internet's just fucking free, man. The Internet's a gigantic, crazy ocean of bullshit. Who knows what's going to happen? Well, it's getting cracked down on on a regular basis. Phineas Fisher wrote this in the manifesto. He says, hacking to obtain and leak documents with public interest is one of the best ways for hackers to use their abilities to benefit society. He goes on to say, I'm not trying to make anyone rich. I'm just trying to provide enough funds so that hackers can make a decent living doing a good job. And then I'm assuming they can buy Mountain do and they can buy Snickers. I don't know what hackers really do with their lives. They could also be felt very handsome people. I I don't know. I think they've been pushing back. I think hackers are kind of doing like what Jack from Twitter kind of does and they're actually getting more into fitness Mm. in order to obliterate the the stereotype that hackers look like me. You know what I mean? Essentially, they're getting out there. I think they're getting jacked and they're eating healthier because they know for a fact. I think some of them probably, you know, they indulge. Well, you do have to stay awake and it is very, 
You've got to have oh, a cheat course. day. Of course, it's very clear. So most bug bounty programs are run by companies to encourage security researchers to find bugs in their software because that's what's going to end up happening here. Perhaps a lot of these hackers end up actually improving the security of the places that they hack. And then the hackers got to go around like super viruses, the way that they're like, no, yes, you've tried yes. to kill me with your vaccines. I don't think so. Polio 2.0. I'm back, baby. You are discovering oftentimes will hire people that oh, have yeah. hacked them. Like when they get out of jail, they hire them and then they use them for the business. They help and go help us secure all of our bullshit. Help you make sure that people like you can't get in. I mean, I don't know because it's it's just one of those. How do you apply morality and and laws to what is essentially free-flowing the subconscious? Like the internet is just a giant amorphous thing that is growing and changing like the ocean, like all of these, it is it is a whole, and it's just our thoughts that kind of constantly mutating it and and moving it. How do you say what's white and what's right and what's wrong on a thing that's just all of our brains uploaded onto one fucking tube? Um, so Phineas Fisher, he's one of the most influential and well-known hacktivists since the days of Anonymous and Lulzsec. In 2014, the hacker stole internal data from the British Germany. German surveillance vendor Gamma Corp, which makes the controversial spyware Finn Fisher, which we were talking about, I believe, when it comes to facial recognition. A year later, Phineas Fisher came back and broke into the servers of the hacking team. Uh, he hit a Spanish police union, Turkey's ruling party in 2016. It seems like, yes, I know it's not necessarily quote unquote right, but it seems like he does have a moral code which I think is something that a Julian oh, yeah. Assange type lost. I think as soon as Julian Assange yeah. sort of became a puppet of the Russians, it all kind of fell apart because he had, he, everyone will always end up having a boss. You know, everyone. I mean, yes. I feel the same, I feel the same thing with Edward Snowden. If Edward Snowden was not in Russia being protected right now, I would love the information that he would be digging up on the Kremlin. But, you can't, you can't. No, I want to know. Yeah. I want to know what he's doing. But Edward Snowden actually, he came out and he said that he checked to see if uh, the CIA had any documents about aliens and they oh. did not. But I do believe the reason why that that is true, if that is, if there are, I am still not sure where I'm at with the idea of like covert organizations housing actual physical aliens, like nuts and bolts crafts and shit like that. But again, I believe all of that stuff would be outsourced yeah. to private companies. I think that there is there is folds within folds that would be outside of the main dome of the CIA so that essentially the CIA has plausible deniability no matter what. Folds within folds. Sounds like you're describing our bodies on a... Yeah! Do it! Finish it! Dating site. Yeah, buddy! <laughs> Phineas Fisher goes on to say, I think hacking is a powerful tool and hacktivism has only been used to a fraction of its potential, and a little investment can help to develop that. The golden years of hacktivism are yet to come. So, there you go. I just want a hacker to break into the mainframe and send me some of that Popeye's chicken sandwiches in my house for free. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Phineas Fisher says, he, ro he says, quote, I robbed a bank and gave the money away. Computer hacking is a powerful tool to fight economic inequality. Uh, and so, yeah, anyway, it's quite interesting what's going on there. You can read this article. You can finish it up. 
And, uh, you know, he goes, he, he finishes up with sort of saying the global financial elite are oppressors, not victims. Hacking that elite and returning the tiniest fraction of the wealth that they've stolen doesn't make them victims. He finishes by saying, it is cybercrime. It is also activism. It's motivated by a desire for social change. I'm not personally profiting or benefiting from it. So this guy, despite the fact that this week's hero of the week is a little bit goofier because, you know, that's how I like to do it. But this guy, in his own mind, is also a hero. And if he can stay true to his original intention, I uh, I think it's good to keep these wealthy-ass institutions on their toes and let them know we're watching. My feeling is neutral. I do believe that we are headed towards a sci-fi future. Like, again, Ugh. this is all of these weird things that are just pushing us towards the, the the future, man. This is the kind of stuff that we've been reading about, like, since, like, Snow Crash. The oh, idea this of, like, is the kind of stuff that you've been reading about. This is the kind of stuff I've been screaming about. This is, you, see, you're more comfortable. The nice thing is, when you're reading your dunes now, I do think you are more prepared just with the amount of nerd content you've consumed your entire life. You know what it is? I'm more comfortable with the chaos that is coming. I feel I'm just more comfortable with the idea of entertaining these ideas and letting them kind of go in and out of my mind and not letting them, not necessarily casting judgment immediately upon them and more so looking at and understanding that the flow of time will change all things. Time is the great equalizer. But isn't that, thank you, bumper sticker, but isn't isn't that coexist? The coexist, coexist. It's always the exact same white woman that just wants to coexist. That's it. Um, but isn't that isn't that the scary part though? You're no. you're you're the frog. You're you've been heating up your own pot. You're already getting used to this. I'm the kind of guy. I hear the story about the dude who shot down the drone. I think in Wyoming because the dude who operated it was trying to spy on his daughters in the backyard. He shot it down with a shotgun. That's different. You gotta take That's these drones different. down. That's again. But it's about case by case, all right? Yes, is it bad to photograph little girls in a backyard with their drone? Absolutely. Is it wrong to use drones to scare a bunch of industry professionals (laughs) that said no to me from various projects? No. That is activism. That is activism, and and I'm getting to the center of it. But I think we need to be more comfortable with grays. That if we're so we're desperate for absolutes, that's what this betrays. This idea that we need some kind of concrete reality when actually it's all whip, whip, whip. it is super I wiggly, know. my friend. And it's only getting more wiggly because the internet is showing more and more of what is real and what is fake. I do not know. All the deep uh. fakes coming out. We're gonna have to really keep our heads on a swivel as a society and decide what is real and what is important for us and our various families and social networks. Well, I think a lot of people are going to be getting whiplash with all the swiveling they'll be doing. But you got to swivel, man. This is important. You know what? It's a good exercise for that. It's getting one of those. Have you ever seen at the gym? They got the like that that like soft ball. Thing. I'm not. Well, I'm I've seen you. it. <laughs> I, I played sports. You've been going to the gym for no. 16 months. <laughs> I've been in a gym a thousand times more than you. I have had. I've been taking. I've had a fat 16 months, and you said I'm going to get in shape 16 months. You are not. Yes, I've seen the balls. <laughs> but the idea of it's got like a flat plank on the top of it, and you can stand on it and get your little stabilizing muscles going. Natalie has this springboard in this house that she uses all the time, and she literally say, it looks like a Mario Brothers like springboard yeah. that you jump on, and she stands on it, and she's like, this is exercising. I was like, what, how? And she's like, you stand on it, and you try to balance on it. And I was like, 
that's just standing on fit. She's like, no, 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 you're strengthening all your stabilizing muscles. And that's what's important because you're going to need a lot of stabilizing muscles in 2020. Well, it sounds like you are just a few more brain cells away from wearing a diaper and having to get wiped. <laughs> I, won't, I will not lie about it. No, you I definitely will won't. No, I will I, not I will, be able to wipe. Yes, and I, I will go over and be like, no, that is... I, I saw him when we had the last shot of Jameson that he will ever have in his life when his <laughs> eyes crossed and never uncrossed. It's going to happen to all of us. From your this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life how much i need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as i wake up and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors big and small some people are presidents some people are soldiers some people have to eat mayonnaise especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what i eat for lunch but i guess i should share that in therapy because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today. To get 10% off your first month. That's better help. H-E-L-P.com slash last pod. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. And Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster. Because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right. My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. 
Easier said, done. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Live from your Man, I've been watching this story about the women with a, a woman with t- two thousand five hundred personalities in Australia. Oh, look this up! It's a sixty minutes Australia uh, special that was about a, a woman that she, oh my god, she was so brutally assaulted by her own father from the age of two throughout her entire childhood oh. that her brain split her, her she split herself into 2500 different personalities Whoa. which which she's now been fully uh she's fully diagnosed with dissociative identity disorder it's crazy because you watch this shit and like all the cops kind of say the same thing cuz she filled out this binder of the list of crimes she ended up going to law school through her mental illness she went to law school Passed the bar in order to help f- get her father finally arrested for these crimes. And now he's in prison. Oh, my and God. Because she, because of the abuse, she ended up having, like, photographic memory. And said all of this horrible shit. And all the cops kind of said the same thing, where they're like, I don't know where I felt about uh, multiple personalities. But then when you hear what she went through, you're like, all right. I mean, somebody's got to do something. Your brain's got to do something to fix it. And so she goes through these characters. Like, she plays. I was like, I would end this. Because she can really just become a different person. Her eyes kind of flutter, and then she becomes a little girl, and then she becomes a teenager, and she becomes all this stuff. It's really, really intense. Well, I don't know if jealous is the right word. Richard Hayes (laughs) is uh, only in your isolated world of actor. Uh, Your actor's mind has I'm sorry to everyone. (laughs) Richard Haynes, that was her, I guess is still technically her father, but indeed he is no um, man nor dad at all. He's 74 years old. He got sentenced to 45 years in jail she was the only one to testify at the trial but evidently not really because out of her came six different personalities and she broke out she was raped and tortured and just everything uh just terrible man so disgusting 
It's really, it is just like, I don't even want to say it. There's like stuff where she literally had to have a permanent colostomy bag because of all the, the horrible abuse that oh, she went through. God. Like, oh, it's, it's not good. It is not good. And they said oh. that people like quit. Two guys quit the police force listening to her story. Oh, they just couldn't it's, take it. Yeah. They were like, Damn. what the fuck? It was so bad. Gee, she says, my dad's abuse was calculated and it was planned. It was deliberate and he enjoyed every minute of it. Um, yeah, he it was would, bad, dude. Yeah, he heard me beg him to stop. He heard me cry. He saw pain and terror was inflicted upon me. He saw blood and physical damage he caused. And the next day, he chose to do it all again. This man, thank honestly, thank God she got justice. But I really hope she can try to work. Just get it down to 10. If she can I get the 2,500 personalities down to 10, we'll be like, all right. Yeah, because then that's just that's just me. Oh, good. Grief. You know what? That's it's it's a lot, man. But it's one of those where I've never really I've done some research into DID and try to figure out like, you know, like where's it's it is a immensely complex. Uh, it's it's a thing that they are still kind of even wrapping their minds around. They'd be like, it's in terms of the medical community is how to diagnose it. Hmm. That is. Yeah, this anyway, check out this story that's very interesting. And if you have any insight on that, this is definitely one that we can go to the experts on. Uh, let us know. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Is this something that is common when it comes to extreme childhood trauma, when it comes to extreme abuse? Do people sort of fracture, fracture their own brain? So she's saying here that the person that he would abuse, she sort of had a different character for that moment in time. Oh, yeah. Then, like, she had one. And she had ones that like moved to her nose because apparently her dad smelled so bad. Like he was just kind of like he just let himself like he didn't shower. He didn't bathe. And so a personality would come through her nose and take the smells away. And then she had personalities that would grow up to take over her ears and take away the sounds of all of the things happening to her. Very brutal stuff. Yes, this is what she told BBC. She said she suffered every minute of dad's abuse. And when he abused me, his daughter, Jenny, he was actually abusing Symphony. That was the name of the, I guess, personality main, that she created it's the main personality that she uses oh my god what a no it's very intense man it's very very interesting and obviously it's also highly controversial because many people feel many different things about the even the concept of did so if you are a psychologist because we love hearing from our actual like medical community yes. like people who listen to our show that can like illuminate us even more so about these things. Please. we love, I love reading, but this is endlessly fascinating. It's fascinating and sad. And she used to, she said this, uh, she said, hello, I'm Symphony. Jenny, this is like her when she would go into or call on uh, this other personality. She said, hello, I'm Symphony. Jenny's gotten into a pickle. I'll come tell you all about this if you don't mind. She said that in a rapid outburst. Symphony's voice is higher. Her tone brighter, more girlish and breathless. We talked for 15 minutes and her microscopic recollection of decades-old events around daddy's nastiness is astounding. That's according to this article here. So this is a quote from Symphony. What I did was I took everything I thought was precious about me, everything important and lovely, and hid it from daddy so that when he abused me, he wasn't abusing a thinking human being. That's what Symphony Jesus said Christ. when she was on the stand. So that is... Oh, it's very heavy. God. It's very just it's heavy. one of those where it's like I know some of us do because it's like I it's one of those where get heavy with it if you want to. It's very interesting. Yes, and uh, Haynes or whatever the the person that created her, I guess uh, he faced three hundred and sixty seven charges. So yep. because he's so old, it's obviously a death sentence. But it seems like seems to me like he could have gotten even if he if 
He's 79, but 45 years doesn't even seem enough for someone like this. This is unreal. No, he'll get his in jail as well. Uh, Kissel, do you want to do uh, Hero of the Week? Should we do Hero of the Week? Yeah. Okay, well, this Hero of the Week, first of all, this song comes in from Steve Pasheka, a.k.a. Skulk the Hulking. And I got to say, this is one of my faves. Yeah, Skulk, man. Man, we used to get sweaty with Skulk back in the day. I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about dancing. Well, I don't know what you guys did because I was thinking about sex. Are you having sex with him? No, I did not. No, no. So this week's Hero of the Week is a dude named Cody Bonderchuk. Who doesn't love Cody Bonderchuk? I mean, I don't know. Maybe his family doesn't love him, but we like him. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, He worked... Uh, he is from Alberta in Canada, and he worked at McDonald's. He worked at McDonald's for two and a half years, and this is what he admitted to on Twitter. He said, quote, I worked at McDonald's for two and a half years, and I put 11 nuggets in almost every piece of 10, in almost every 10 piece I made. Yes, Weren't you fired for this? Not, not at McDonald's. I never worked at McDonald's. I've only consumed their food, and it's nice to have the distance from the kitchen when I'm there. I worked at Taco Bell, and yes, I was fired because I would. But weren't put, you fired because of a, a crime very similar to this? It's not a crime to be a hero, Henry. What I got, I got. I would do the double pump of sour cream. I would do more cheese. I would just stuff the chalupa. This is before. This is pre-chalupa. No, I remember when the chalupa came out. Oh, my. But wow. I used to just jam it. This is a st- grilled stuffed burrito. I know how to make a grilled stuffed burrito. I would just <laughs> jack these things so full of food. And then this owner, the owner of the Taco Bell, he tried to explain this guy from Texas. He was like, overhead. We have a bunch of overhead. Like, we have a lot of products. And then he yeah, tried to- Yeah, they have to, to buy the food. They have to, they have to it's like plan for a certain amount of food because they're going to serve it a certain amount. Yeah, because then they, they were getting mad at me. They have to pre-order it. Yeah, because there was like, Kissel, every time you do a shift, like- you're messing up like a whole bunch of stuff because you're taking too much from everything. And then, you know, so we're actually, you're actually losing us money when you make a burrito. It's costing us more than it costs to buy it. And I was like, nah. Yeah, I I mean, so again, I do understand that you, I mean, I do believe that he is doing good. This is another sort of, I would almost say, um, Robin Hood-esque. It is. Type caper. Um, but there are victims as well. There is l- McDonald's. You think <laughs> the Hamburglar? No, no, I don't think so. No, I actually think that it's it's man because when you get to the end of that ten, and you could always go for one more. Always, my God! Of course, no, there's something about just getting anything for free, even when you buy something off of television and it's a total piece of shit you know like when i got my bug assault that's b-u-g-a salt it's a salt gun that you shoot bugs with and it's useless it's totally completely meaningless but you know what i got for free when i bought this bug assault gun what another bug assault gun that doesn't make any sense no and the first it's useless it is a piece of garbage but i was like i can get two of them so i'm taking it yeah 
That is just, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you need two? Because then you can walk around your apartment with double, double barrels. Scare your dog a little bit. Cody I mean, Bunderchuk. That, you're shooting a puffin with no, it? No, I would never shoot a puffin with it. It's, it hurt. No, you no, never you do shot that. at me with it. You, you belted me I with did it. you. You got it. That's why I got two of them, so we could have wars. Maybe that's also why I got the rat, because apparently they love salt, and then my, my apartment was covered in it for so long, but now the rat's gone. So Cody, <laughs> Cody Bunderchuck. Just, is Puffin eating the salt? No, Puffin does not eat. No, Puffin eats like so. But is he licking up the salt? No, he's so full. He's good. He had Taco Bell the other day. It was great. Um, Cody Bunderchuck, thank you for what you do. I wish you were still working at McDonald's because I would have stopped by and paid you a visit. Although, to be fair, I, I did have the chicken nuggets recently because uh, McDonald's was on Uber Eats. I went a little bit crazy. Again, this is my unhealthy year. Next year, I'm going to get in very good shape. But um, I don't know what happened to them. They don't really – have you had one recently? What? A, a chicken nugget. A chicken McNugget. Uh, yeah, man. They're awful. They're really, really bad. They're really, really bad. It's just fucking sinew. It's weird. I remember them yeah, tasting man. like something when I was a kid. It's, I mean, I don't know if this is because I think little kids' palates are different. Hmm. You're an adult now and you've had actual chicken. It's just goop poured into a weird, it's, it's, not, it's not good. No. It's not good. And like the, no, I honestly, Taco Bell holds up. You know what? Taco Bell does hold up. I had a Whopper the other day. It was not that bad. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going Burger King, but it's I'm going to get great. the chicken sandwich. No, it's Yeah, really I get the chicken. The only problem with the chicken sandwich is always slathered with the mayo. Yeah, buddy. That's the whole I point. I know. I do like it, though. I do fucking like it. There's, a, there's also heroes working at Burger King, and they bring that spatula up, and the way they rub that mayo on there, simple, clean. Oh, very nice. Oh, God. Um, all right. Do we want to do, do you have any emails that you would like to read from any listeners I or do. Let, let me read some of these emails. We got one according to, so this is from... I really like this. This comes from R. Alexa recording and police investigation. Mm-hmm. This is a response to what we were talking about last week about Alexa. I am a violent crime detective in Florida. I can shed some light on the Alexa issue for you. The Alexa device records 24-7. It's always an open channel. That's why you will always have discussions in the house and get Amazon suggestions and Facebook suggestions for items and things that you have been discussing. As far as recovering the recordings, you need a search, you need a search warrant signed by a judge which means you need probable cause to believe the device was in the area of the crime and active at the time that the crime occurred. You also need to be specific about the time frame of the incident, the crime, and have a very narrow time frame, time window, for the warrant as you're only entitled to the time frame surrounding the crime. Okay. It's extremely hard to get the warrant here in Florida as the level of proof you need to prove that the device was actually on and operating at the time of the incident. I, after learning this, removed the devices from my home. I had three, including one in my grandkids' room for them to dance to kids' music. I hope I shed some light on this for you. Again, this is only applicable in Florida, but I'm sure the level of proof is the same across the U.S. I love it. And we also have one from a woman who works in development. She says, Henry, you were absolutely correct on the last uh, on the last Relaxed Fit episode, Alexa is indeed always on. She says, I think it's real bad. Your phone is basically always listening as well when it comes to Siri. So you're walking around with a bug in your pocket like we're Richard frickin' Nixon. So go ahead and friggin', I mean, subscribe to uh, to us on Spotify phone. 
That's what I'm going to start doing. Start yelling at her, my random things, random recording things. I love it. But she does say a little tip in this email. She says um, a little tip from a paranoid techie. She says log into your Google account, go to manage account, go to data and personalization on the left, then check your web and app activity. There's a checkbox including audio and voice recordings. You should uncheck that. But I am yes. so untech savvy that I don't even know how to do that. We'll we'll get you through. We'll guide you through. Great. Here's a dis- here's a disgusting story. I heard this from my buddy who works as a firefighter outside of Dallas a few weeks ago. His coworker's first day on the job was the responder for this one. This lady was paralyzed from the waist down from a previous injury. Last night was her wedding and she gets super drunk. Her new husband is passed out. While attempting to get from her wheelchair to the bed, she falls and breaks her leg and her ankle bone is sticking out. Oh. Whatever she's paralyzed can't feel it, and she ends up passing out on the floor. She wakes up to the sound of a dog vomiting. Oh, no. Her dog had found the exposed bone and through the night managed to eat her entire fucking foot off. Whoa. She woke up to the dog vomiting up her foot. Oh, what did this guy do for a living? First responder is an EMT or, I guess, a, 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 a firefighter. Oh, my. It turns my stomach. God. You know, that's bad. The dogs, they that's are man's bad. best friend, but if, if that is the appeal of a bone. No. You know, the dog is like, I don't want to be doing this. That's why I'm thankful Wendy's got a little mouth, so you can't chew on bones. Oh, my goodness. Um, and I here's, another que- here's another question we had about buying cemetery plots and backyard burials. I thought it was very interesting. I'm a funeral director slash embalmer for Kansas City, Kansas, and just listened to the Relax Fit Finders episode. I may have some insight on how purchasing cemetery plots work. It wasn't far off to say that buying a plot is like a lease. Essentially, the person or group of people who own a cemetery also own all of the land and within that property dedicated to grave spaces. When a person buys a cemetery plot, they pay a one a t- they pay a one time fee to a cemetery to use that plot for their family member. Uh-huh. Although the property is in, is deeded to them, the deed is more or less just proof that the cemetery has been paid by the owner for its use. We actually get a lot of shit at work from people who come and upset that decorations are removed. In some cases, I can see why. However, I can also say that trying to mow around 10,000 graves, that's around as many as we have, meticulously, because all of them are decorated, is virtually impossible to do if we want to keep the cemetery looking like anything other than a sea of graves. We do accept it. We do exceptions to our rule on holidays, like Memorial Day and Veterans Day, but generally if flowers and other decorations aren't in a vase, they get tossed. A lot of times we call the family. On burying people in backyards, you can do that as long as the city you live in doesn't have an ordinance against it. In my small town growing up, it wasn't completely uncommon for people to be buried on a designated plot of their farmland as long as it was outside the city limits. Oh, that makes also, sense. Also, grave prices are insane. Oh, They're okay. very insane. I mean, yeah, if you got a farmland, you got a couple hundred acres, 50 acres, but, you know, that makes that makes a little bit more sense. Very interesting. I very, very interesting. Fire, and that's fire. it. That's what I have for this time. I, I just love learning. I love learning from you all. It's so fucking cool when you guys, when experts actually send us the answers to the stupid questions that we have in the show. It's Dude, pretty wonderful. And I love people that work in the civil service sector sector because they have so much insight. My boy, Will, who is a bartender at Skinny Dennis, he's also a firefighter. And he was telling me when he was an EMT, the safest people in like... If in like a dangerous area and like a housing project that is extremely violent, the safest people are Mormons, the the Mormons that walk after midnight because they're just and Chinese delivery drivers because he told me one time he showed up 
and a Chinese delivery driver had been uh, a bike, you know, delivery person had been beaten up and robbed. And the community then found the person that did it. And it was not good for them because the Chinese restaurants all get together. And if that happens, they don't get Chinese food delivered for a month. Whoa. So they're like, you, so like, he's like, there's two safe people at all times, Chinese delivery drivers and Mormons. So I, I thought That's that was fucking awesome. Because you know, if, if someone, if I found out that someone in my building beat up the dude that delivers my Taco Bell for Uber Eats, and then oh, Uber I would, Taco Bell was I like, oh no, furious. we're not doing that anymore. I would, it's I like, would be furious. It's over for you. That is a sacred. That is a sacred ag- agreement. That is. I over need. For you. The, we have to keep this. Like again, they, they need to be treated more properly. They need to make more money. I I agree. I'm doing. I do twenty two percent. That's what I. That's what I do with the tips. That's a good. Honestly, I do twenty two percent too. But uh, of course, tip whatever you can because a Gotta little do bit it. goes a long way. A um, little does. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening, and we are so excited to see you in Northampton, in Buffalo. And Portland, Maine. Cannot wait to go and see you all in the Pacific. No, not the Pacific. We're just in the Northeast. I'm used to yes. saying Pacific Northwest. I was thinking Portland, but this is in the no, Northeast. Nothing Pacific no, we're about going it. to New England. We're going to New England. Yes, indeed. Can't wait. I, uh, you don't want to go up there. Now, people are dead up there. Sometimes that is better. I am That's what going I'll be saying to- all the time in Maine. That's your Jenna Kennedy impression. That's very no, good. no, no. That's my the guy from fucking uh, Pet Cemetery. Ah, huh. sometimes dog is better. Very wow. good. All right, everyone. We will see you on the road. All right, live, live, live. L I V E. It's a four letter word. Yes, it meaning is. Meaning to get up and go to work. That's all it is. That's all living is. You gotta laugh. Laugh because you're at work. And you know for a fact that, you know, you're choosing to not make these people victims of your violence. And that's important to remember. Very you're important. You're choosing to not hurt anybody, and they should be thanking you for they it. They should be thanking you every single day. As we said, every day we say, sorry, world. I don't know what I'm for. so sorry for everything. They need to be thanking every single, every single employee needs to be thanked on a regular basis. And you gotta love, you gotta love... Love your family for uh, five minutes a day. You know what I mean? Just make sure you're saying you're, this. You're, I know to everyone. Make sure you love your family for five minutes and just remember again that you love your family for five minutes. My family's great. I love my wife and I love Wendy, but it's different. My home do is. You, do you really? Do you want to talk about your? Do you want to? Do you want to do that? You do. You, do you call your mother every day and say you love her for five minutes a day? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh. All, right. all right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm sorry for everything. There we go. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me, goddammit. Someone's got to. Someone's got to. Someone's got to, and it can't just be me all the time. No, no, no. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.